Drink it in now. Deep left side carry on. Picks up a block. At the five. At the two. At the one to the end zone. Touchdown Detroit Lions. Drink it in now. Get up Stafford throws. It is end zone. I love the Lions. Say it with me. I love the Lions. Drink it in. Detroit Kool-Aid, what's going on everybody, it's your boy Oakry, I'm coming here solo once again, just had a feeling, just wanted to do a little Lions talk, a little Lions podcast here on a Sunday early afternoon, and talk about a few things, so uh, last week, you know, was traveling all over this country on airplanes, and uh, was able to do a solo show, a listener line show, which I thought was, was fun and different, I got to get some of you guys on the air, I got to talk about what we're looking for, on that type of show, and uh, I'm going to follow up on that with a call that came in after that show that I think is a home run, uh, a call that I think just uh, displays everything we're looking for in the DKC listener line, and I also got a cool um, something to tell you guys about that Anchor, the uh, platform we use to record the podcast, has just added. They've also added voice messages, which is an easy way for you guys to uh, click some info here in our show notes, which are... Uh, I'll tell you where those are here later in the show, and it lets you just quickly leave a voicemail that way as well. So we got the phone number line, and we've got uh, this new uh, avenue. We'd love you guys to try that out and see if that's easier for us to add to the show, and maybe it lets you talk longer than three minutes like the other call does, all that type of stuff. So we'll get into all the details of that here in a minute. But like I said, I did a solo show, did the listener line. Uh, Grifka came in with a class classic Grifka episode. Oh my gosh, I laughed so hard when I heard his delivery and I heard him going into his uh, soapbox rants and heard him bringing up articles like he always does. But uh, I know I saw some things out on Twitter. You guys had some reactions to that and and uh, seemed to enjoy that episode as well. So fun to get two shows done while we were both uh, on the go all over the place last week with our schedules. Now, with our Detroit Lions, I mean, we've got, uh, I think here on Monday morning, we're going to have the vets and the rookies together, which would be awesome. I think that we didn't get much detail when the rookies were in. You know, we had, uh, we saw some few clips of Hawkinson knocking over the sled, which I heard a few people go like, come on, you know, that was a plant. They just told him to dump the sled so everybody be impressed. But, hey, man, you see that highlight where he just drives his feet, his legs, his arms, and throws that uh, blocking sled right to the ground. Uh, that was that was pretty sweet. I liked it. And then uh, I had some clips of him catching the football really nice with his hands, high, low, um, really looked fluid, looked smooth, and uh liked seeing that. You know, it's hard to kind of see everybody else, but, you know, you get these highlights of them lifting weights and everybody in there kind of tearing up the weight room, looking like a team. I mean, you got to like that. I sent uh, something out on Twitter about Matt Pat. You know, uh, I got to watch the Good Morning Football a clip where he was on there. I mean, classic Matt Pat off season, just uh, talking it up, living it up laughing it up you know just the most personal guy ever and then come the season he'll have the long scraggly beard and won't want to deal with anybody which i think is even more awesome so um that was cool to see i don't know we're about a getting close to a month here 
past the draft, and it's time to uh, really get these guys on the football field in Phase 3, which uh, everybody's always kind of excited about. It feels like that one step closer to training camp, one step closer to preseason, and then that ultimate step closer to the season being back, which we're about, what are we here, end of May, so... June, July, August, about three months away from where we'll be seeing uh, the heat of uh, preseason training camp and then beginning of September there right into the season. So uh, I'm really excited to see what this football team has. You know, I, I think there's a lot to look forward to. I also think there's a lot, of, a lot of question marks. I mean, we have a tough schedule, and we also have, um, I don't know, just there's a lot of teams getting better out there in the NFL, a lot of – um, top skill players and things that aren't on the Detroit Lions that we're going to have to deal with. So, you know, I think like every NFL season, it's going to come down to injuries, going to come down to, you know, who has the the heart, who's playing their schemes, who's out thinking the other guy when it comes to coaching. And uh, I think there's going to be some really tight football games. So we've got some, some cool topics to bring up um, this week on our Kool-Aid cast, and we'll get in more into that uh, at that point so let me take a quick pause uh believe this first sponsor um if it's not this one there'll be another sponsor in this show that's going to tell you about the voice messages but i want everybody to really like if you're on itunes or you're on spotify there should be a, an area when you click on the podcast where it kind of shows the show notes which is usually kind of a basic thing talking about we're talking all things detroit lions and drink it in but at the very bottom it should give you a link of um, a spot where you can click if you want to leave these new voice messages. I uh, believe when you click it, it'll let you just uh, leave that right away. And then uh, it'll actually drop into where we kind of make the shows. So if the call makes the cut, we can quickly edit it, put it right in the show. just saves us a few steps. And there's also a link, I believe, in the bottom of those show notes if you want to become one of the Detroit Kool-Aid uh, cast um, sponsors, donators of the show, you know, just a, a few bucks a month really helps us out with all the type of stuff we're doing. I know we have some uh, great loyal listeners out there, and that would really help us if you could do that. Or as we always say, um, leave us a review either on uh, iTunes or whatever platform you have. They usually have a spot where you can review the show. Five stars really helps us along with a, a little note just saying what you like about the show and, and why you're a, a dedicated listener. So if you guys could do that, we'd really appreciate it. Let's uh, take a quick pause for the sponsor and we'll come right back we'll talk more about it all in a moment another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, we're back. Um, so I want to drop this show just leading up to that rookie um, veteran mini camp. You know, I I thought I, I might as well bang on Grifka here for a moment. So 
So Grifka went down his soapboxes talking about how the Lions don't get any respect. Everybody's predicting the Lions to be last in the division, seven and nine. Like what I thought really was funny about that is is one that he's getting all wrapped up in it again. Like anything these reporters or people from Bleacher Report or whoever the heck he was referencing, Lions twenty four seven, I'm sure. Um None of that matters. You know what I mean? It, it all matters what happens in the game. As we can see in the draft, we think we know it all. We think we research all this stuff. When it really comes down to it, we don't know what these NFL teams are thinking. We really don't know what our football team's going to look like until we get through camp into the real games. The real bullets are flying. And, you know, who knows what could happen between now and then in regards to injuries, adding people. You know, all types of things could could change our roster as well. So Grifka in mid-May getting fired up about some random reporter saying that we're going to be fourth in the division. And what I think is funny is we're going to be last in the division. We're going to win seven games, and the and the winning team's going to win nine games. I mean, that just seemed odd to me. So uh, you know, he he gave his thoughts on that. I thought you know doesn't matter. Uh, you know, everyone's projecting oh ten, eleven wins for this team. I mean, we always seem to start at 10 and work our way up, but I don't know. I mean, I just want this team to get in the playoffs and win the division. I don't care if it takes 8 wins, 9 wins, 10 wins, 12 wins, whatever it takes. But I I think that if you look at the schedule and think we're easily winning 11-some games, I mean, I think that's optimistic to say the least. I think that we're going to be in a lot of dogfights. There's going to be a lot of... You know, games where hopefully our defense is going to be able to to shut down the other team's running game. Going to be able to um, hopefully throw the football much better. I mean, I would love to see Amendola really be a force there in the slot, uh, kind of a, a Golden Tate light. You know, and he's really grimy, a lot more grimy than than Tate was in regards to you know his his effort, his uh, just his abilities. I think are a little different than Golden Tate, but I think man, if he can make those catches underneath along with Hawkinson, that, that could make a big difference for this offense. And and everybody, I know they're not forgetting about carry-on, but go back and watch the tape of this guy. I mean, if we can get, everyone's always talking about his injuries. If we can get 12, 14, not 12, that's too little. I mean, if, if we can get 13 to 14 games plus out of this guy, if not more, I think he's going to be absolute force in the run game, catch the football, he can pass protect, he's big, he's smart. I mean, I think he's going to be really the thing that makes this offense go, to be honest. I think if he gets it cooking, then Stafford's going to be able to spread the football, make the plays that he can make, but our run game, our run defense, I think is really going to carry the lines, which is going to be a big change from what we're used to. So I'm looking forward to that. But like I say, it's not going to be easy season by any means. I really think the Lions are due for a healthy season. We've been banged up for years and years and years with injuries. Yeah, the NFL is all about injuries. Everybody gets injuries. We know all that. But I really think it's time the Lions get a healthy season, their main players rolling and making an impact throughout uh, the 2019 football season. So we'll we'll see where they end up on the record. Now, now here's the real issue I got with Grifka. Grifka ran down the undrafted free agent grades. Why he picked out this article, why this has given him just a, a headache, I have no idea. But my funniest part about it was Grifka went on this big rant about how can anyone get an A for undrafted free agents. They're undrafted free agents. Hello, Grifka, are you there? Do you hear me uh, knocking on that uh, wooden dome of yours? Like, the reason some teams get an A and sometimes get a C 
is because they're grading what undrafted free agents they got on that team versus the other 32 teams. So you're going to get some teams that did better, meaning like got better graded, better quality, better pedigreed players. You'll have some in the middle and you'll have some at the bottom that got undrafted free agents that weren't as good or don't have as big of upside. So you're going to get the time, the teams that people thought uh, draft experts, whoever, got really good guys that didn't get picked. Yeah, they're going to get A's. They're going to get B's. The guys in the middle, they're going to get C's, C pluses, C minuses, whatever it may be. And the teams at the very bottom, you don't see many F's given out, but you're going to see the D's and things like that for teams that, that didn't uh, snag up these top free agents. I mean, everybody that pays attention to the draft and doesn't go out and have picnics during the draft or ride bicycles or blow bubbles or, um, you know, shoot dandelions into the air. I mean, whatever the heck you were doing during the draft, like we know at the end of the draft, wow, I can't believe this guy didn't get picked. Wow, look at this guy. He's uh, still on the board. I'd love to add him to the Lions. And the Detroit Lions, our Detroit Lions, did absolutely that. They went and added players at positions of need that we thought, man, I can't believe that guy didn't get picked. I mean, I know uh, Ben Schwal was a guy that uh, you know I took in, I think it was my dynasty draft, kind of in that sixth round area because I liked what he could bring to the table and thought he was a good fit and couldn't believe he was still on the board. So to get him after and you know to get uh, some of the other players uh, they got, I think you said a C or something they got. I mean, again, that goes back to your Lions disrespect card or just – you know, nobody thinks that we find any diamonds in the rough. I mean, we got Frank Ribble over here talking about this tight end we got uh, being the next greatest thing since white bread, and he couldn't make it through rookie camp. The guy got let go. So you just never really know um, what's going on. Uh, obviously, I'm kidding with you, Frank. But, uh, you know, we don't know how these guys are going to pan out. We don't know who's going to make it, who's not. But you can definitely go off the grades, off what we see, what we think. And that's why they're getting A's, B's, C's, because it's relatable to the other teams. It's not like grading these players that these are A-plus players. They're grading the undrafted rookie classes team by team. And, of course, you're going to have guys at, at all areas of the spectrum because that's what a grading scale is. You're not going to give everybody C's just because these guys aren't top-end, first-round, third-round football players. I mean, that's just common sense, Griff. How you missed that or how you went on some rant about how nobody should get more than a C because these aren't top-shelf players just, I don't know, makes me uh, makes me just shake my head, no doubt about it. But uh, like I say, funny podcast, no doubt. I love that Griff went to a couple of his catchphrases. That's just classic stuff. Sometimes I think he knows it. Sometimes I think he doesn't. He just says this stuff that I find super hilarious. And I know you guys out there listening think is super fun too. So uh, that was good. Like I say, my show, I tried to just highlight a few of you guys. I really loved it on Twitter where uh, Frank and... Uh, Paul and all these people were uh, commenting, saying, hey, thanks for putting me on the show. Jimmy, I, I, I knew the guy, the final guy that got cut off. He got the hammer dropped on him because he talked for about four or five minutes. I thought he said Jimmy Twitter in the beginning. Little do I know, he hits me up, and he's literally Jimmy on Twitter, which I thought was hilarious. So, um, Jimmy, uh, keep sending those calls in, man. Appreciate it. Three minutes or less, man, or else, uh, you know... Uh, you're going to be cut off again, but I uh, really liked your takes. Frank, obviously, was fun to hear uh, on the show. Paul, uh, let, 
let me get to Paul. The other guy I love didn't leave his name, and I haven't really heard directly back from him. But I hope he calls back. The guy that talked about uh, we don't need a, we don't need a tight end. We need defense. Uh, and uh, he got after Bob Quinn saying, "What was he doing? Just gonna sit on his uh, thumb or, or what?" And then he just hung up on me. That on the, on the Kool Aid Cast line, I thought that was tremendous. But uh, let me get to Paul real quick. So so Paul again, right from the get go. I mean, he he tracked us down one of our first episodes. He's been following along, listening to every show. Really a, a great listener. Been able to connect with him on Twitter and really fun to talk football with him and kind of like his takes and, and the things he's bringing to the table, help supporting us, all types of things like that. So Paul heard the Kool-Aid cast listener line show. Uh, he appreciated being on, but uh, he thought he'd bring he'd bring a little more heat. He'd bring a little more something-something. Once he knew what I was looking for, once he knew that I was looking for entertainment value, I was looking for jokes, I was looking for inside references, and first and foremost, I was looking for people that would leave calls banging on Grifka, getting after Grifka, putting Grifka in his place so that I'm not the only one that has to do it all day, every day. So right now, I'm going to play this call from Paul for you where I thought he just hit all types of elements that we're looking for. He got in, he got out. Um, hold on, I better do the, redo that again for Grifka. He got in and got out. Uh, little Tim, what up, man? Um, but uh, he got in, got out, brought the lumber, was funny, had some inside takes that maybe only some of you will get, and uh, reference past shows, hit a few taglines. Uh, one classic line, if you get it, is the one that we usually end most shows with from Grifka, which I thought was tremendous. Um, this was just a great call. I couldn't help but rush it on the show so that you guys can hear it and say, man, that that's what I'm going to bring next time when I call up the Detroit Kool-Aid cast listener line. Um I'm a huge fan of Jim Rome. I've always loved how he does his show where it's mostly him, but he's been able over the years to bring in these callers, kind of um, have fun with the callers, make characters, but also, like, if you can bring a take that doesn't suck and bring the lumber for, you know, a minute and a half, two minutes, whatever it is, you know, he's going to feature you on the show, and we want to do the same thing. So Grifka did shoot me a text, I think, that said no self-gloss. Which normally, like, you know, I like to go with that on gym room, but because I like to contradict everything Grifka says on this show, I, we're at 50 50 right now because I think I want to hear some self gloss. I want to hear people come in, give themselves some crazy nicknames, you know, maybe even make up the city where you're from so it's not always the same old, same old, and bring a character, bring some laughs, bring all that. So, um, you know, we'll see where we go, but I'm telling you right now from Oakry. Bring that self-gloss, have a funny nickname, make me laugh, and that's going to get you on the show. As well as bring Lions knowledge. You know, we want to hear your takes, we want to know what you're thinking about the team, and all that type of good stuff. So, with all that being said, let me get to Paul's call right here. You're going to hear it all. This is what we want. Paul, thank you so much for sending it. Everybody, take a listen. Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Hey, this is Paul from Tampa. One of the people... Hey, I got two quick things. First, the people need to know the truth behind Griffith's Friday and Saturday draft absence. The rumors are swirling about what happened. First, I heard he was out shopping with Mar- Martha Ford over at the Sunglass Hut. Then I heard he was out at Golden Corral pounding down prime rib with Scott Mitchell. But the craziest thing I heard was he was taking a joyride out with Brock Marion's stolen conversion van. However... I go on Twitter and I'm reading that he was actually at home taking care of his kids for the weekend. If that's the case, man, Oakery, 
you need to quit busting his balls. Is there anything wrong with spending time with your kids? Nope. Last thing, I love the AO pick. I'm thinking he can contribute day one. Even if he's a backup to start the season, DBs tend to get banged up a lot anyway, so he's going to see the field. I'm looking forward to waking the neighbors when he makes a play. Hey, yo! Oh, baby! Oh, hey, I gotta switch to another call. Titus Young is calling me collect. Drink it in, man! Oh my goodness, so right there, you heard Paul bring it. Right off the get-go, he's getting after Grifka, he's bringing Grifka up, he's calling him out for the draft, he's he's pulling out old references of why Grifka wasn't there, which is tailored either to Grifka, the old-school Lions fan, and also some new references. Um, you know, the, the shot on Martha Ford being at, at the Sunglasses Hut I thought was tremendous. I know Jimmy, I think, had a problem with me on Twitter calling her out about, uh, I, I made fun of her about the wearing the sunglasses 24-7, indoors, outdoors, night, day, everything. And then sure enough, she shows up at Taste of the Lions with no sunglasses on. You think that's a coincidence? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, so he banged on me saying that was mean. And I was like, you know Marth Vader can do whatever she wants. And then I, I hit it. it did, it's not the same quality on Twitter because it's written. But everybody knows the Martha Ford uh, sound clip, which is, I love Jim Caldwell. So I had to end that tweet, of course, with, I love Martha Ford with her 80, 90-year-old voice, uh, just a tremendous uh, type of stuff. So um, he banged on that. That was that was great. He did the he did the gimmick where he did the he sold all the reasons why Grifka missed the draft. Then gave him credit for being with his kids, which I mean I guess is okay. But like I said, for two days out of the year, you couldn't uh, you couldn't tell the kids to hold on while you enjoyed the draft and then go blow bubbles and ride bicycles. So he gave him credit for hanging with the kids. And then he did the old Grifka nope line where he uh, paused and, and did the Grifka nope, which I thought was was awesome. That was great. Um, so, Paul, man, thank you so much. Everybody, use this as your template. Um, this is call of the year right now, no question. If we do an end-of-year show where we're talking about best calls, best takes, best Grifka uh, taglines, best arguments, I mean, this has got best call so far written all over it. If you think you can beat it, I mean, dial up that uh, Detroit Kool-Aid Cast listener line, 989-272-3484. Or go in your show notes, find it in your podcast app, and uh, hit that voice messages, take you to Anchor, and let you drop a message that way. Not sure if you have to make a quick profile or if they just let you do it uh, straight from there. I'm not exactly sure, but... um, you know, like I say, this is a challenge. Everybody uh, thinks you can beat Paul, thinks you can make us laugh, thinks you can bring this type of heat, energy, and, and a take. Uh, let's do it. Let's not waste time. Let's get on there and, and do that right now. So, everybody, I want to do a short show. Get a few of our uh, sponsors in there, have some fun, and uh, also look forward to, hey, we got on-field type drills coming up. You know, we've got rookies, we've got veterans, we've got this football team kind of coming together. I know most of you out there probably got your season tickets basically covered. You just can't wait to be at training camp. And uh, we're going to have to figure out something on Twitter where uh, we get people together and uh, figure out when everybody's going to training camp. Maybe we can maybe we can meet down there. Me and Grifka have talked about maybe setting up a table and maybe doing a, a little podcast out there as the people walk by. Maybe get trying to get some people on the show if they want to talk Lions. Who knows? Who knows what we'll do? But uh, lots of fun stuff. Looking forward to our team. 
And uh, just want to do this bonus show. Me and Grifka will be back on, we drop our show on Wednesday evenings. And you get that uh, show on Friday mornings, drops as early as 3 a.m. So that's ready for your car drive in. It's ready for any time you want it. We would love it if you would listen, subscribe, share it with a friend. Help us keep building our um, listener base as well as keeping the show going. And all the other dreams and aspirations we have for this thing as it continues to grow and go forward and, and be absolutely a, a blast doing. So everybody, thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, go Lions, drink it in, call it in, voicemail it in, um, all that type of stuff. Thank you so much for Oakry. Not for Grifka because he's probably sleeping. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, take care, everybody. I'm out. Pack the bag, start the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in, man.